Welcome to episode two of the Is It Me podcast. My name is Tad Lemire. I am co-host of the Tad and Drex radio show on B98.5 in Atlanta. I'm in therapy, and actually you're going to get to listen to my therapy session with my life coach and therapist, Chantel Cohen. She is fantastic, and typically I will come into her office with a head full of steam about some sort of issue, some sort of problem I have with the world, and through our conversation, I learned that maybe the problem is not with the world so much as it is with me. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. In this particular session, I came into Chantel's office complaining about my co-hosts, Drex and Kara. I wanted to play them a song that I had heard. It's called Juice by Lizzo, and I love it. It's a great song. Well, they could not have been more disinterested in that song and hurt my feelings and made me think something was maybe wrong with them. We're put here on this earth. We maybe get 60, 70 years if we're lucky. Yeah, I'm getting 100. (laughs) We're here for a limited (laughs) amount of time. Why can't people be happy? Like, I understand people have a bad day, but if you string together three days in a row where you're walking around miserable, then you need to take care of your own stuff, like as a service, especially in a work environment. Like today, I go and I play this song in our offices, and I'm like, Kara, listen to this song. Now, she's got her back to me. I don't know what she's thinking about it, but she didn't react. Drex comes into the room. He walks in. He goes, oh. And then he sits down at his desk, and then he's like, it's a little loud. So I'm like, you've taken my precious song, which is called Juice by Lizzo. I can't play it on here, but just like imagine like Happy by Pharrell or like the happiest thing you could ever, or even if it was a story, whatever it is, and they've crushed it. They've basically been like, we don't care about you. And I'm just like, uh, so I feel more comfortable. That's the way you interpreted that. We don't care about you. Like, we don't care about your stupid song. You're bothering us. And I'm like, you do realize we talk on the radio for a living. Let's try to enjoy ourselves. Is it possible that you caught them at a moment where they were engaged in something else? Because you were at a particular point, and I think what makes you so upset about this is not just the happiness part of it, but you were sharing something, some piece of yourself. The song is just sort of symbolic that you kind of took a little bit of sunshine out of your heart and said, I want to spread it around. Right. So it's it's sort of like you bounding into the room. Hey, I've got this great news. And you said, yes, you know, I've run, I've won a thousand dollars and are just like, yeah, that's really great. Yeah. And, and, and it just falls flat and it feels deflating i see it as them trying to steal my sunshine like i almost see it as like a diabolical they're like oh this is a happy song i'm gonna be miserable i'm gonna show him i don't want tad to be i don't want him to be happy and so the way that i'm gonna do it is be like please like his mother told him so many times before turn that music down and i'm telling you listen to Juice by Lizzo, and tell me that it does not, like, you won't be able to stop listening to it. We'll have to listen to it after this. I think that people don't have on and off switches, but I think what happened was, is you were having a moment, and it felt really good to you, and you wanted to share it. And again, it's a little piece of your heart that you kind of, you just kind of said, I'm going to shine those rays on you too. And they're like, the sun is too bright. I need to go inside. They didn't recognize it. They didn't see it. But I also think that it said that they didn't see you. And that's what hurts. But the thing is, is I don't do that to people. 
I, at least I don't think that I do that to people. It's possible I do that to people without realizing because, you know, we all have a perception of ourselves. It's one way and our outward whatever we're reflecting out to the world is a different way. But, like, I feel like somebody shares. Now, if I ever don't show enthusiasm for something, it's somebody who has not shown enthusiasm for my thing. So it's in retaliation for that. It's to be like, oh, well, if you're not going to be happy for so me. So it's in retaliation. I want you to listen to the words that you're saying. <laughs> That, you know, there was some diabolical plan to not be happy with you that was meant to hurt you, that it was retaliatory. Is that the word? That's fine. Just (laughs) throw in a few extra syllables. It always makes it right. (laughs) I'm saying it correctly. Anyway, so you think that they're somehow trying to get you back. And that's the thing is, it's really may have not been about you in that moment. But I think because it was a vulnerable moment, where you were happy, and happiness can sometimes be vulnerable. Like, I could have listened to that song on headphones. Right. I put, like, exactly. I'm like, hey, check out this awesome song, and then all I get is no reaction or negative reaction, and I'm like, screw you. You don't hear the happy music. You don't get the happy music. I could have listened to that on my headphones. I love the song. I'll listen to it in my car, listen to it whenever. But it's like, hey, I'm doing show and we learn in kindergarten, show and tell time. What would happen if you were a show and tell in kindergarten? They're like, all right, it's Tad's turn. And Tad was like, hey, everybody, listen to Lizzo's song. And like suddenly the whole class turned around. Wouldn't the teacher say, hey, class. It reminds me of, I couldn't help but think this, but have you ever seen the movie Old School? Oh, yeah. And and you're sort of like the Will Ferrell character, and you're like running naked in the street. Come on, everybody! We're going to the quad. We're going streaking. Everybody's doing it, right? And everybody's just saying, "Cover up, cover up!" Right? And nobody was going streaking with you. Well, actually, I think what makes it funny is that he doesn't care, right? <laughs> yes, he, he. I he care does. deeply. I I know. Like, I'm using up a therapy session. Talking about people not liking my song. Let's think about that for a second. It is really about you being vulnerable in that moment that nobody thinks. People often think that things like sadness, when somebody is really telling a gut-wrenching story about something that happened in their childhood, okay, they're being vulnerable. But also when we're sharing our enthusiasm, like, you know, the kind of enthusiasm you put your head out the window and and let the breeze, that, that this is something that feels really good to me and you're sharing it with them, and it fell flat, it hurt. And rather than feel the hurt, you're saying, there's something wrong with those With them, (laughs) right. So how should I handle that situation? And I'm not saying how should I handle that situation outwardly, which is could be, you know, like Kara and I had a laugh about it, and she thinks I'm nuts. I agree. That's one thing we're all on board with, you know. But how can I establish the bond? How could I have not given a damn? How could I not be as in? Maybe I'm too invested in it. I would think that it's not that you're too invested. It's not that there's something wrong with Kara and Drax or, or or you for that matter. But I think it's it's the message that you gave yourself was they're not with me. Somehow they want to screw me over. And they want to take away my joy. It's as if, I want it's you as to if dance Drex, naked and streak anyway. Drex was out of the to... room when the song started, but it's almost like Kara texted Drex from the office and said, <laughs> when you come back to the office, make sure you hate Tad's song. Let's do this to him. It's really interesting how vulnerable that can be. I mean, I really want to keep going back to that. There you are. 
and it probably, I wonder if there were moments in your childhood or someone didn't pay attention where you really put yourself out there. And so here's this moment that you want to share with your coworkers that just feels great. And suddenly you're in it all by yourself. And so that, that message is, it, it can be, you can feel rejection because I think that that's probably a little bit of what you felt too. I mean, what do you think about that word? Definitely. I would like to know on a 10 scale, what kind of a first world problem is this? You know, we have a strong need to belong and that is inherent. We're like dogs. And again, I always use my dogs as an example, bourbon and thunder. I walk through that door and they're just, they love me and I feel the love and they always do it over and over and over again. And I feel this deep sense of, I don't know, love from them. And we need that. And no one ever criticizes dogs for being excited. In fact, that's why we love them. And so when we put ourselves out there, we're like, we're having our bourbon and thunder moment. And we're saying, yeah, hey, ah, this is so great. Come play with me. That we want someone to play back because it says, I'm with you. I accept you. And so there was a moment there where you didn't feel that acceptance, that love. And that is normal. We are not meant to be on our own that we feed off of other people's emotions. And so that we often think that if we're not showing um, displeasure, then everything's good. But being able to join someone in their pleasure, in their moment of enthusiasm, is also a way to foster closeness. And so that's what happened is they, they cut that cord really, it's like I'm out here all by myself. And you felt vulnerable and you felt rejection. And I want to tell you that it's normal that you would feel that way. It really is. So you're saying it's them, not me. Is that, I'm no, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. not saying that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying I understand why it would hurt. Yeah. It's really in a way can be used because I told you that I like in quote unquote retaliation would be like, if they went and played me a song, like the next time I'd remember this. And the next time they were like, check out this song. Like I would try with all my might, even though it's not even, even though, even if I loved the song, I'd be like, it's a little loud, you know, just to give them a taste of their own medicine. And so how does that help? What do you get from that? The satisfaction of teaching. And, and I would always then address it. Like, remember when I tried to play you that song, which I won't name now because I'm hoping that you never hear that song and never get to experience the joy. But do you remember when I played you that song and you're like, it's too loud, turn it down. How does it feel? How did that land on you right there? Like you, to, so you that we can all have a teaching person? moment. You know that I am that person. No, you're giving yourself permission to be that person. I'm asking you to do something different, to cut them some slack, to maybe realize that in that moment, you weren't the center of their attention. And to, you did this great thing. You let Kira know. I would never do that to any soul on my own. I would never, if somebody was like, hey, check out this song. Because that's my point, I is that life how- is... Anybody no, it's true. Tad has done this too. Please call in. Yeah, <laughs> there you won't get it. Look, crickets. You won't get it. And I think that that's why it's frustrating. Is because I don't do that. I'm not that person. I'm an inclusive person. I do not reject people. If somebody's excited about something, at the very least, if we were to get any calls, it would be from people who was like Tad wasn't even listening to me. But I recognize that as a fault. I apologize for that. I can only focus on one thing at once. 
If somebody, if, if I'm not listening or if I can't listen, then I would then ask them, please wait till I'm done with what I'm doing and then show them the enthusiasm. So I'm going to hit you with the story that you're going to be surprised about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I came to the studio. I bought my social media person who is really shy and, um, I kind of expect you to be exactly how you are normally with me and how I've seen you 20 times. I'm not even going to say 20, 100 times. Right. You're engaging. You're, but because you had a task to do, you were very focused. So one thing that people probably say about you is that you're charming. I'm not just... You know, you've got that. That is that. That's Drex and Kara. Do you hear this? This is what we need more of. <laughs> that's your award. Uh-huh. You do Thank get you. that award. Thank you. I'm and, like thunder and, and bourbon, getting my biscuit. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is like you know, I'm, I'm coming to the studio. Wait, wait to meet Tad. He's like so, so, so super funny. So mm, I'm feeling that so, already. So you can yeah. imagine what a letdown it was for me that I'm pumping up like, oh, this guy is so funny. He's super witty, but you were in work mode. Yeah. I remember we had you in there. Somebody suddenly popped on like, hey, we need you to record a thousand commercials. And then I was so stressed out. I know. This is me relaxed. And so I was like, (laughs) what is going on? I'm like, ah, he's focused on getting this done. But the charm was disappeared. You were, was that a two? You were about as charming as a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want you to hear her phone just went off. It's happy by Pharrell. Everybody dance. <laughs> you see, it feels so good. It's called joy. <laughs> Do you see that? So, in conclusion, we know that Tad is not a fast learner. So, I'm going to break it down for you, Tad. <laughs> Is one is that we all have this innate sense we want to belong. And so vulnerability is not just in those moments where we're feeling sadness or, you know, we're, we're angry and we don't want people to see our anger or we cry. It's also in those moments where we've got real enthusiasm, excitement. And when we want to share that and people don't mirror that back, it has us feeling rejected. And so in those moments, I want you to think about are the people on the receiving end, the people who didn't join you, is this intentional? Were they trying to deliberately ignore you because if you start asking yourself those questions you're not going to build that narrative that says they were trying to get back at me they were trying to hurt me and I think that when you talk to Kara she was busy and sometimes when we get busy this is what everybody's talking about with ADHD and everybody's so fragmented in that moment Kara was actually focused and she was focused in on something. And unfortunately you just got caught in it and you had this enthusiasm and because she didn't share it, it felt really vulnerable. So ask yourself those questions before you start subscribing intentionality, intentionality, I guess that's a word, intentionality. I think that's a good place to stop. No, very quickly, on <laughs> the, oppo- on the opposite side, on the opposite side, yes. what do you do when you're stressed out, not having a good day, you're trying to focus, and somebody comes to you gleefully asking you to listen to a song or to share in something that they're enthusiastic about it? Is there anything that Drex and Kara could learn from this? And I'm not saying that just so that they learn their lesson, but 
I'm sure I've been in that situation as well. It's really interesting with our kids, we're our best self. Like when my kids come in and they say they want something or if they're talking about something, and believe me, there are plenty of things that I'm not interested in, but I pretend to be interested in, I listen. And so being able to give someone attention when they need it is really important. But oftentimes when it's an adult or a friend, Uh, We think that they're a little more thick-skinned. We think that we can kind of deliberately sort of ignore them. They'll get the hint, right? And we don't realize on the other end that there's a human being who's saying, hey, come share this with me, that there are so many moments, and especially because there's all these faux-ass moments on social media where people think that they're sharing a real moment, and there you were in real time. So I would say to Kara and Drax, not to miss out on those small moments, that, it, that are really important, that only really require 30 seconds. Like if Kara, and again, I'm not you know saying that she was trying to deliberately hurt you, but I'm just sort of saying if you want her to get something out of this, that in that moment just to kind of look up and say, yeah, I love this song too, or, or oh, wow, yeah, I want to listen to it. Give me a couple seconds. I'd love to hear it with you. Or just to say, yeah. That sounds great. I love what you said about just imagine how you would treat your kids. If you treat people like you would treat your own children, and I'm not even, even if it's just super, even if you pretend to be doing that, then it would be like, hey, Tad, that's a nice song. It's a little loud, buddy. Can we (laughs) listen to it later? Let's go have a snack. (laughs) Listen to the song, Juiced by Lizzo. Email me, tad at b985.com. And tell me that your life wasn't enriched. Thank you. There you have it. Episode two of the Is It Me podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. It's very easy to get in touch with either Chantel or myself. You can find us at B985.com.